Hey there, for Millo, I'm Preston, and you are listening to Side Gig, the show about what it really takes to start and run a successful side hustle. You know the hosts of today's episode, there's Ryan, Ian, and me, Preston. We've all built growing side businesses while thriving at a 9-to-5 day job. And on today's episode, the last episode of season two, we answer one of the most difficult questions we've been faced with on the show. When is the right time to quit your side business? While building a side business can be one of the greatest things you ever do, it can also be overwhelming, exhausting, and thankless. So what if you've been building your side business for a while now and you're just not seeing the traction you had hoped for? Should you throw in the towel, quit, give up? That's the discussion we get into today. And it's an eye-opening conversation for anyone who feels like they're stuck in a rut with their business. Show notes for today's episode are found at sidegigshow.com slash 2.8. And I'd like to thank this season's sponsor, Find Side Gigs. They're a 100% free lead generation service for freelancers and side giggers who are ready to take their business to the next level. Subscribe to their free weekly gig list at sidegigshow.com slash find. And every week they'll send you premium jobs you can complete in your free time, boosting your side hustle revenue, and introducing you to clients that can become the lifeblood of your business. One more time, that's sidegigshow.com slash find, where you can sign up 100% free to get started. Okay, let's jump into today's conversation, and I will be back at the end of the show for some parting thoughts. So the question is, when, if ever, is, is the right time to throw in the towel when you're, when you're building your side business? Do you guys have any insights to kick us off? I would say the most obvious thing is if your side business is not making any money, or not seeing any traction of any kind after investing in significant amount of time, then obviously something's wrong, something's not working and you need to either pivot or I don't want to say give up um, on your dreams, but you need to pivot in some way or change what you're doing. Because if, if it's not generating an income after investing in enough time, then, you know, it's, it's probably not going to work long term and uh, that's probably the best time to give up or pivot. If you're not making money, it's a hobby. Ian, I'm glad you mentioned pivot too instead of give up because that's something that I've I've done sort of even just pivoting the branding of what a side hustle is, right? So right now I, I'm sort of branding myself as a content marketing consultant and it's kind of for anyone who's not familiar with what exactly that is, it's a glorified way to say freelance writer, really. And so... Like at first, my first foray into freelancing, I was branding myself as a freelance writer. And that's kind of like a dime a dozen um, when you look at the freelance marketplace sites like Upwork and Fiverr and, you know, Elance, Freelancer, all those types of places have literally thousands of people who are freelance writers. And so for me, kind of um, realizing that I wasn't going to be able to do a price premium for my time, which which is what I wanted to consciously do in order to build up enough income to go full time. Um, I realized that I needed to sort of pivot how I was branding myself and the conversation I had about myself too. I love that you said pivot too. I I don't think, I mean, spoiler alert, I don't think any at any point in this episode we're going to say you should just completely give up. I think all three of us find way too much satisfaction and have found way too much satisfaction in building something on the side of our day jobs. I don't think we'd ever advocate that someone completely give up. I, I guess I could be wrong, but... Yeah, I, I love the idea of pivoting. And if you're not making money at your side business, then you just have a hobby, which is fine, but it's not a business. You know what I mean? So I, I think that's a good point. If it's not making money, like you said, Ian, 
that's a good moment to consider what can I do differently. Something that I've been thinking of um, is if you was actually running your um, side business and it was your dream, but by doing so, you're so miserable doing it. You know, you you thought that you would enjoy it, but you just hate it then obviously then it doesn't make sense to keep doing it because if you don't like it now, you're not going to like it long-term. And again, that's the the opportunity to do something else um, because, you know, if that's your dream and you hate it and you're miserable doing it, I think that's the only time when you should actually give it up. But I would recommend to find what you do like and pivot and try that mm-hmm. instead. I think one way that that this is sort of applicable in my life um, is that I've been I've been writing on my blog for I think you know seriously I think four years now and it's something that even if it wasn't making money for me I would still be doing it maybe it would turn into a hobby right as we just mentioned but at the same time I get so much you know personal value and joy out of the time that I carve out to actually write for my blog that even if it wasn't bringing me leads or, you know, earning money from affiliate channels, then I would still want to do it. Have um, either of you guys um, come close to giving up? Uh, I considered, ironically, I considered earlier this, or I guess last year, it's 2018, I considered in 2017, um, maybe selling Mm. and not Mm. giving up the idea of building businesses at all, but like... um, moving on to something else, not because, and let me be clear here because, you know, a lot of our listeners are part of the Milo community, not, not because I was tired of Milo or tired of the community or tired of our mission to help freelancers and solopreneurs, but because I was so burned out, um, I had just taken a new job. It was demanding, um, and it was a good paying job. And so I sort of thought, you know, I, maybe I don't need this second income right now. I could sell this, bank some savings, start something new, um, but take a break so that I'm not burned out. I'm thankful I didn't for a lot of obvious reasons. I lost my job six or seven months later. Um, and obviously like I, I don't know, my life would look completely different without the Milo community. I've been building the community and been part of the community for since like 2009. And so it's just become a part of me, but yeah, I've, I've considered selling or, or, or doing something differently, I think uh, probably a couple times. What about you, Ryan? You know, this is something that Ian and I were actually talking about just before we hit record. And and this is something that I can't personally um, relate to too much, right? I, I've had the experience of like um, the signs being so ridiculously clear that I need to quit. Um, but I think there's, there's sort of the gray area that a lot of people float in. So, you know, I, I've had a business that essentially went from making almost enough to to keep me afloat full time if I were to do it. But, you know, some sort of event caused it to go down to, you know, close to zero. And so in that case, it felt obvious for me, right? Like this, this is clearly not going to be something that I'll be able to pursue full time. And it's not really worth doing on the side. But I think it's when you're in that gray area of like maybe you're getting a little bit of traction, but not enough to justify keeping it around and investing the time in it. And, and I, I gotta admit, I don't have a clear answer for people or a way to sort of evaluate that. Ian, how about you? Um, yeah. So with, um, with Logo Geek, the, what 
I already what what I planned at the beginning was just for it to be a little bit of fun on the side. I never actually planned for it to be uh, business as such. It was just like my little way of um, venting my creative frustration on Legos and then posting it online. I, I never actually planned for it to become what it is now. But by you know, working on logos and and learning about logos and posting on social media. Obviously, um, my social media following started to grow. My um, SEO results were starting to increase uh, in in the rankings of um, Google. I I never I never actually imagined that I would be able to get on page one or two of um, Google just by writing a blog every now and again when I felt like it. So I never actually planned to uh, build a profitable profitable business. Um, So my goal in life was always to, you know, work up the ladder and, um, you know, work at a branding agency. Like my my ultimate goal was to work for a, um, a London branding agency. So uh logo geek started to grow um and things were going well at work and um i felt very conflicted between the two so i wanted to focus on work but i also wanted to focus on this thing that was growing at home and i didn't want to give up either one you know so i got to a point where i felt stretched like i felt worn out like all my waking hours was spent working on my side gig. And even when I wanted to slam the brakes, I still got all the emails. I still got all the tweets on social. You know, it became this monster that the only way to actually um, step away from it would be to actually switch the website off, switch the social media off, you know, to actually give up completely so I started to work out what I wanted to do in my life and I was thinking um, okay it makes sense to focus on my original plan and give up what I built with Logo Geek. I got to a point where I made that choice that I was going to do that but the problem when you spent years working on something it's really hard to give it up and it kept coming back (laughs) so it was several years where I was annoying myself and everyone around me um, because I didn't want to give up either one and uh, I was just feeling tired and worn out and um, stressed and, you know, it's it's not nice to continuously feel like that. And um, I've mentioned it in the past on this and I don't really like keep bringing it up, but it was... My my mum was quite ill about two years ago and um, she spent time in like this um, care home. And when you spend a lot of time with elderly people, you realise that like life is once. And um, yeah, I, I watched my mum pass away and it makes you realise that I don't want to, I don't want to get to that point in my life and look back and, and regret not trying anything. And it was that kind of moment and, you know, spending some time after that thinking about life as a one, one-off one thing that I realized, okay, I have to try this and see what happens. So literally a few weeks later, I handed in my notice. But I was so close to actually 
throwing it all in and, you know, focusing on, um, you know, a full-time job. And, um, yeah, it, it was literally something fairly big happening that made me realize I have to do this. And it's not been easy, but like I mentioned previously, I, I've got this burning fire inside of me that I feel like I'm building something really exciting. And, um, when you work towards your impossible goals, if you keep working towards it, and you start seeing these things happening, it's so exciting. And I would not turn back on that now at all. I think that's something that keeps me from ever wanting to give up too, is, is those two things you mentioned. First, I don't want to spend the rest of my life, and especially the end of my life, saying like, well, what if I had stuck with it? Or what if I had you know, before it was like, what if I had left my job and done this full time? I was really scared that I was, because I mean, not to toot my own horn, but I was good. I was good at my job, you know, like mm -hmm. I, I was successful, quote unquote successful. And, um, I could have easily just found another job when I lost my job and kept climbing the corporate ladder. And, and that's fine for some people, but I think I would have spent the rest of my life wondering like what, what could I have done? Mm -hmm. You know, should I have done that? What What was the potential? Yeah, in my in in my case, like I couldn't give it up. You know, even though even though I made that choice because I invested so much time in this thing that was growing, it felt crazy to actually give up on it. You know, it was generating mm -hmm. an income. It was just growing, and you know, it was it was very much the what if thing and you know, looking back now, like it, it was just over a year ago that I, like maybe more than a year, like a year and a half ago that I actually made that leap to part-time. I do not regret that at all. Everything has been going so well. And, um, you know, I'm doing stuff now that was impossible previously and it's so exciting. You know, I think I'm realizing, listening to everything that you guys have said here, that for me personally, if I have a side project that I enjoy doing, I really don't know what it would actually take for me to give up. It would be, it would have to be a very like serious life situation change that would make me give that up. Right. Because I get, I get so much joy out of the side projects that I do decide to take on that, you know, even if they're not changing my financial situation in a meaningful way, I still like doing them. Like I have a hard time letting go of something that I get a lot of joy out of doing. So that, that's what I keep circling back to. Well, then let's flip it on our head. I mean, what if you have a side hustle that uh, is bringing in a decent amount of money, but it brings you almost no joy? Like, what if it actually upsets you? Like you were saying, Ian, before, it, maybe it, maybe it's burning you out or you're stressed or you find yourself overworked or, or short with people or, you know, I mean, what do you do? That's a hard one. Like, do you sell it? <laughs> If it's doing well, there's obviously some something there. Maybe that's the the point where you start to employ people and they start bringing in mm -hmm. the, um, other people that can do the stuff that you don't enjoy and then you can, can continue to it. So even though you're at a point where you want to give up, if you built something that's making a significant amount of money, then is it not crazy just to give it up? Maybe you sell it or maybe you employ people. 
You know, I think I might actually be in a similar scenario to what you just described here um, right now, Preston, really, because I, I've got the content marketing consulting stuff um, that sort of sprung out of me just being pretty good naturally at what I did on my blog as far as content marketing. And that was kind of like a my jumping off point for a lot of inbound leads reaching out to me and saying, hey, can you do for me what you've done on your blog, right? And that was that was kind of my starting point with doing the consulting in the first point. And, you know, now I can look at the two as such separate things like client work versus writing and promoting stuff on my own blog. And I get 10x more joy and and the time goes by 10 times faster when I'm working on stuff for my own blog. And so as a way to sort of, you know, hedge against burnout on the client work, I, I have started um, outsourcing first drafts of a lot of the posts that I'm hired to write for my paid clients. And so I'll, I'll um, outsource the work that's mentally most draining for me. And so I, I kind of try and give myself more of that freedom back. And, and honestly, it's worth making less money you know, per post or per month for a client, if I'm able to keep more energy um, and more happiness about what I'm doing. It's really interesting you bring that up. I've, I have a friend who runs an event, uh, a pretty popular event. She's done it for a, a few years. And the other day we were talking about it and she just said that it doesn't feel like what she's meant to do. It doesn't feel like her. It doesn't make her happy. And, um, and so she's, planning on giving it up, you know, even though it's successful and she's going to go back to just freelancing and not even like freelancing with a team like she did with the event. You know, she's sort of built this team around the event, but she just, what brings her joy is just freelancing. And, and I say just meaning, you know, with just her not that just being a freelancer is, is somehow, you know, lower than being a, a team or a, or building a, a business with multiple people. But it's interesting, and I really respect her for being able to like recognize what is important to her, what makes her happy, and being able to chase that and to leave other things behind. And I think this comes back to the very first thing you said, Ian, which is it might be time to pivot. And one pivot could be leave behind the things that are not making you happy, find a way to make up any revenue that you might lose from that, and do things that make you happy. That's the whole reason you're working for yourself. If you want to be miserable, go work for somebody else. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is maybe the most depressing episode we've ever yeah, done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, thank you for listening to a whole season so that we could depress you on the very <laughs> final episode. <laughs> I think I just think it's worth like saying the first couple of months when I actually went freelance, it was hard, but I worked through it. And now I am actually working on my dreams and goals and you know not giving up was the best thing I ever did (laughs) yeah I agree with that I mean my my sort of like takeaway message from the conversation that we've been having here and what I would want to impart with anyone listening is like don't give up I mean make the conscious decision to continue pivoting until you find the right sort of you know formula offering phrasing like don't give up on the thing that you enjoy and something that has real potential. Especially if you feel like deep down, like you're an entrepreneur, 
or like you want the autonomy that freelancing or entrepreneurship brings. I remember I got my first, my entry level job, my first job out of college. And um, I remember thinking, I, man, I wrote this down somewhere. I should dig it up in old blog posts somewhere. But I remember like looking around and thinking that everybody was dying to get out of there. That like everyone was just there because they had to pay a mortgage or had to whatever. I came to find out over the next few years that that wasn't true, that people, there are plenty of people, like you said, Ian, who, who that's their goal in life is to like work for a great company. And you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. But if there's this fire inside of you, which there probably is, if you're doing a side business that, that tells you that there maybe is more on the other side of like entrepreneurship, solopreneurship, particularly building a lifestyle business, then you need to explore that. And, and I agree with you, Ryan, don't just give up. If you feel like that's living inside of you, you have to, you have to explore that and you have to feed that. Uh, you just have to, and if it's not working, you just have to find what will work. Eventually you'll find it. It'll be tough, but eventually you'll figure it out. I just think it kind of, you know, ties everything that we've done to, um, like all the topics that we've done in this season because we've spoken about burnout and you know burnout is probably the one thing that's going to make you think I hate doing this I'm you know if you if you got a full-time job and this is a side gig that we're talking about here that's the one thing that's going to exhaust you like if you're tired and you're fed up with doing it you don't want to do it anymore but if you go back to that episode where we was talking about avoiding burnout then you can avoid burnout and continue you know it is like if if this is your dreams and the thing that you really want to do then you're going to hit these moments in your life when things aren't necessarily going to go the way that you want them to and if you can find ways yes. to work through that or pivot then you're still you know moving towards your dreams right yeah, I think that's exactly right. And I like the way that you phrase that, Ian, too, is that, you know, there will be these moments. It's not yeah. a matter of if you're going to hit roadblocks or, you know, be down about not having traction at the moment or, you know, even having a failure, right? Like these are going to happen. You have to embrace the truth of that and, and make the conscious decision to not give up. And, you know, if if the failure or or the, you know, the setback is sizable enough that it causes you to reevaluate the direction you're currently moving in, that's okay. Like pivot, but know that the failures are going to come and, and how you decide to deal with them, what you do moving forward after these failures is going to be what defines you. Mm -hmm. And I think, and we haven't spoken about this, but knowing why you're freelance is typically the thing that we keep you going. So, um, Preston, in, in your case, you're able to spend more time with your family. And in, in my case, I've got more time and, you know, I'm, I'm able to travel more. Like one, one of the big things that I want to do with freelancing is travel more. And I've, I've been able to do that. And, you know, having that to look forward to always keeps me going through those hard times. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, you know, I still have, well, so back in episode two of the same season, um, sidegigshow.com slash 2.2, we talked about where to even start when you want to build a side business. And and we what we ultimately came around to, if you've listened to that episode, is uh, not that you start with a website or that you start with a logo or that you start with a, a, even a name or, or, an, or a business idea even. It's like you start with 
where what you want your life to look like in a year, five years, 10 years. And I still have, I mean, I would love to travel more. And right now it's like, it's like build the business time and feed the family time. <laughs> but I'm hoping in the next few years that the business is stable enough that we're back to our original income that, that we were making when I was doing my full-time job and my side business. And, and hopefully we're exceeding that. And that gives us even more flexibility to travel. But I agree with you. That's what's gotten me through the hard times or, or when someone has offered to buy my business, that's what's made me say no is because ultimately the, the goal is yes, spend more time with my family or travel more or have more flexibility and freedom and autonomy in my own personal life. I mean, it's two o'clock in the afternoon and I'm recording a podcast with two good friends. I mean, who, who gets to do that kind of thing? You know what I mean? People who, who have that sort of flexibility. And so, um, I agree. It, there's there's maybe been nothing more powerful than that vision. If you don't have that, you need to figure out the the real why uh, behind behind why you want to freelance or why you want to work for yourself. Mm-hmm. I couldn't agree more. I think we just came full circle. Yeah. Full yeah. circle. Well, we will wrap up the episode then with that and the season, actually. This is the end of season two. I think it's been a fantastic season so far. Thank you guys so much for um, for all the contributions and uh, for all the wonderful conversations. Mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you to everyone who uh, who actually tuned in and made it through the full season. I know, you know, in our distracted world of social media and hundreds of different podcasts that I'm sure you're interested in. Um, thanks for being here. Seriously. I know for me, um, you know, Preston invited me um, to be part of this, what, a year ago now? And um I wasn't comfortable doing it at that time. And, you know, if you listen back to the first episode, I was pretty nervous and um, I've got so much out of this. I've learned a lot from both you guys. And um, I know anyone that's that's listening to this, they must've got so much value from our conversations as well. So I'm looking forward to, you know, continuing this and um, hopefully everyone that's listening will, you know, We'll be working on their side gig and we'll be seeing it grow and we'll have their own stories too. It's pretty exciting, I think. I think it's very exciting. And I've gotten a ton out of this personally as well. Um, learned a ton from you guys. And just by being able to sort of explore also what's inside of me, right? And and just bring that out and put it on the table. And and um, it's been really, really great. I I would love to hear from listeners what they've enjoyed, what they think we could do better. I'd also love to see what you guys are working on. Like what's what's your side business right now and and how can we help you with it you can email us at shows at millo.co that's m-i-l-l-o dot c-o um you can catch up with us on social media we're pretty easy to find and um we will see you next season thanks everyone and that's the show for you folks uh this episode wraps up season two of side gig and like ryan said thank you so much for choosing to listen to this show when you have so many other choices out there you know we make this show for you whether you're an aspiring side hustler or just weeks away from taking your side hustle full time we put a lot of care and preparation into each episode and if something this season has resonated with you we would love a quick review and rating on the apple podcast app tell us what you like what you dislike and what you'd like us to cover in upcoming seasons we'd really appreciate it as a reminder, show notes for this episode are found at sidegigshow.com slash 2.8. And one last shout out to this season's sponsor who has been a wonderful support for the entire season, Find Sidegigs. 
You can sign up for their free weekly lead generation email at sidegigshow.com slash find. And we will be back for season three of Sidegig soon. You can sign up to be notified when we're back on the air at sidegigshow.com. And until then, we wish you the very best in your side hustle journey. We'll see ya.